leadership in cybersecurity isn't just about understanding threats. It's about leading a team to navigate them with confidence. At CPF Coaching LLC, we specialize in taking your leadership skills to the next level. With over 15 years in the cybersecurity field, we empower professionals and startups to reach unprecedented heights. Imagine having a personalized coaching experience tailored to your unique career ambitions. From strategic planning to masterful pitch and interview preparations, we're here to guide you through every challenge. Join us for our unique value proposition workshops or dive into our vibrant learning community for continuous skill advancement. Don't just be a part of the industry. Redefine it. Visit cpfcoaching.com for more information. Discover the leader within. Contact CPF Coaching LLC today and schedule your strategic session. Welcome to another episode of Breaking into Cybersecurity Leadership, where today we have Vishwa Marnal. Did I say that right? Not exactly. It's Vishwas and Mandral. Vishwas Mandral. Tell us a little bit about yourself and why I invited you on this podcast. Sure, I can tell you about me. I'm a technologist. I have about 20 years of industry experience. I've built a company in the past called Nanosec. We sold it to McAfee. McAfee bought it about three years back. I've been at McAfee for three years. I left recently to start my next new venture. Once my golden handcuffs got over, I've, like I said, because I've been a technology, I've created some of the code security technologies out there. So I've been the author of RFCs for things like IPsec, DMVPN. I've done infrastructure. I've done all sorts of things. So I've been all over the place. I'm the, I was... I was sure I say I contributed to some of the core MITRE attack TTPs for containers as an example. 50% of them in the first release had my name on it. So I've, I've done things all over the place, right? I'm a chair of the Cloud Security Alliance here in Silicon Valley. I'm, I help NIST. I help, help certain governments with, with the cybersecurity initiative. So yeah, that's me in brief. As you grow up through your career, what made you want to become a cyber leader versus staying an individual contributor? First thing I would say is I love to be an individual contributor. Right? My first 10 years of my life were actually being an individual contributor. I was able to get deeper into areas. I was able to have specialization. That's why I was able to create all these technologies that I did, right? And it provided me a lot of flexibility. But what, it, what I learned through the process was while creating a technology is one thing, to get it enforced, implemented in the market, to have a bigger impact into, in the market or to make bigger decisions and, and get a broader perspective, right? I realized you have to be a leader and that's what got me into leadership. That's what I've done the last 10 years of my career, been a CEO, a CTO, like I said, led teams, been chair of Cloud Security Alliance and done a lot of different things. That's how it's been. And the main, like I said, the main thing is for me, main learning for me, if I was to put it, is... I should have probably taken up a leadership role earlier rather than later. I took too long to get into a leadership role because I wanted to make an impact through technology. But I think it would have been better for my career if I would taken a leadership role earlier versus later. What do you think were some of the critical skills needed for you to convert from an IC to becoming a leader? 
I think, yeah, if you look at it from a cybersecurity perspective, right, the cybersecurity management focuses on three key pillars, right? You have the people, the product, and the processes. So to be successful, of course, you need to have all the people skills, right? So you need to be able to lead the team, be delegating work, to be able to influence people, which are all the generic leadership skills that are required, right? But then you also need to have a lot of empathy. Cybersecurity professionals are stressed. They have, they in a way, if you look at it, cybersecurity, there's a business that's trying to move as fast in cybersecurity that's on the other side trying to tell them, hey, these are the risks of moving so fast, right? And so there's extra stress versus any other organization if you're a part of the cybersecurity team. So empathy becomes very important. That's another thing that you need to have as a leader, right? When you talk about the product, I think a lot of times as a cybersecurity leader, if you're a CISO or you're something else, a lot of the product or technology things come in from vendors. So having that vendor connect being able to work with vendors, being able to understand products, being able to map it all and actually use that product to, those products to actually gain insights, be able to help you reduce risk, to help you achieve your goals. That's going to be very critical. So that's the second part. And then the processes, right? The processes have to be there for sure. They have to be aligned. You have to encourage behavior that we want. So we have to incentivize that kind of behavior. So I think... You have to look at things from all these three perspectives, from the product, the people, and the processes, right? And be able to grow in each of those three areas and be able to help become a leader. And that, that's what helps you become a leader, in my view. Okay. And you mentioned delegation and collaboration and communication. How would you rate yourself on a scale of one to five in delegation? So I would say that's one place I've lagged quite a lot. I've been pretty good at, like you said, communication and collaboration. I've been very good at it. I've had good relationship with my peers, with my people who report into me. But delegation has been a weak spot for me. Right? Again, because I come from this individual contributor world, technology is very deep down into technology. Sometimes I, you know, I feel people are not doing the job that they should be, even though I shouldn't be getting into that business, I sometimes can't stop myself. And I think that's a bad thing about me. I would probably rate myself a three there versus the other things that you mentioned, right? Communication, I'm fairly open with people. As a leader, you know, people trust me and it's all because I've been open with people. I build that level of trust and it's, it's collaboration also. I'm pretty reasonable, but I think delegation is where the points that you asked me, right? I would rate myself three out of five, not higher than that. That's surprising. I love seeing the differences between different leaders and how they would rate themselves. You mentioned influence as being one of those critical skills earlier. Why is influence such a critical skill? See, I would say influence is one of the most important skills when you talk of being a leader. See, there's one thing called being a manager versus being a leader. When you're a manager, you have the power, you have the sort of the responsibility, the, you have the budgets. I come from a startup world. For me, Leadership is more important in, and for leadership, influence is more important because when you come be a startup guy, you do not necessarily have the budgets that these large companies have. You do not have the credibility of a brand as, a, as these large companies. And so the influence becomes very important. And for me, influence is about he helping people understand when I'm starting a new company, it's about helping people understand the why. Why am I doing this? Why, what change will it lead to you? What change will it lead to your family, your life? your career, and what will lead for the world. And if I'm able to convince people there, that's what makes them take the leap and join me in a small startup that nobody knows and is no, no, no good And as we start off. And so for me, it's like influence is a very important factor, especially when you do not have the titles. It's very important for a leader because we've seen it, if you see the COVID times, 
managers who did not have leadership skills suffered a lot because the problem was every company was ready to pay through the nose right, as much as you want and there was huge level of attrition because people had no incentive to stay back and there was no real value in staying with one team versus another. But I've, what I saw was leaders who had connects with their team, leaders who, had, who were helping their teams grow, they were doing just fine. And so my take is influence is very important and it's a key part of leadership versus management. And as a leader, we need to nurture that for sure. One of the other competencies that you mentioned quickly was networking. Why is networking so important? And I'm guessing it's even more important in the startup world versus the corporate world. But I'll let you tell that story. You are the, you are doing a great job at that. I have to say that with your leadership series, all those great things that you're doing, being a leadership coach and so on. So I have to say, you're doing a great job. I get to learn from a lot of people like you, but I would say this way, right? We are in a world where things are changing really fast, right? There's competition that's intensifies, intensifying. There is a pace of change that's really fast. If you see AWS, Azure, GCP or Google Cloud, they bring out 40 new updates every week. And then there's exponentially expanding opportunity. So we have like new trends that are coming to the market on a regular basis, right? We have generative AI these days, it was Web3, it was something else. So there are all these three things that are coming together at the same time, right? So we have this competition, we have the pace of change and opportunity. And what I find is the whole idea that, you know, as leaders for us, we are facing a world that we do not know much about, right? It's continuously changing. And as leaders, we do not have a knowledge base that we can tap into, right? That is already existing, that we can get all this data off, right? If this was the problem, solve it like this. Because the world is changing so fast, we have to rely on a network right, of people who are doing similar things in a similar stage in their lives, doing similar stage for companies. That is the best network to learn from, to grow with, to be able to help solve problems with and so on. So that's my view of it. right? So learning through action and reflection, learning through sustained knowledge creation, it all happens within a network. And I think that's where I feel Network is very important in a day and age as we are in right now. And I think you as a leader are doing a great job in that. So congratulations to you on that. Thank you. For the last question, like a surprise twist to it. Let's take yourself back to your 20-year-old self. What advice would you give yourself? If I was to look at it, I think the biggest advice I would give myself is take risk early, right? I'm taking risk now and it's a lot harder because I have a lot of more responsibilities, right? Like I cannot do a lot of things. I did, I, if I was to look at it to my 20 year old self, I think we greatly over exaggerate risk. And when we are as humans and when you're younger, the risk is much lesser. So we could actually take bigger risks and create better outcomes for ourselves, for our teams, for our companies, for our families and for the world in large, at large. And I think that's one thing I would do if, and that's what I tell my kids too, right? Oh, just like 13 and 11, right? You should try to take more and more risk because as humans, we over-exaggerate risk and it's not that we we have a lack of basic necessities. So if you do not have that, go ahead and take bigger risks right now and it'll help you in the longer run no matter what. That's my sort of learning. And any final advice for future cybersecurity leaders? Yeah, I think I'll go back to what we already talked about, right? The leader versus a manager. I think... You don't need to have a title to be a leader. You can become a leader before you are given a title. Focus on leadership skills, right? Helping people grow, 
have a basic understanding of the market. As you become a leader, you will realize you need to, you cannot do everything. So delegate more, right? Be more open to working with people. And I think empathy is also going to be a very important thing because once you empathize with people, you will see why people are coming to certain things from a certain angle and it will help you work better with people and that will help you grow in your career as you move forward. Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you for the time joining us and we appreciate it. Thank you, Chris. It's a pleasure talking to you. In the rapidly evolving world of cybersecurity, your business needs a guide that's as dynamic as the threats you face. CPF Coaching LLC delivers unparalleled expertise to elevate your cybersecurity startup or business with a decade and a half of specialized experience. We're not just advisors, we're your strategic partners in growth and risk mitigation. Our tailored advisory services range from immediate hourly guidance to comprehensive three or six month packages, all supported with encrypted messaging for real-time assistance. For more information, cpfcoaching.com is your destination. Forge a path to success and distinction in the cybersecurity landscape. Connect with CPF Coaching LLC today and secure your business's future.